everybody, this is Coach Jenny. I'm a wife, cyclist, hiker, traveler, golden doodle mom, entrepreneur, and a visually impaired athlete. So I just wanted to make the second podcast today. So a lot of you guys are like, why is she a coach? What does she coach? Oh, she's a quote unquote coach, so she must coach like athletes. Well, I want to coach special athletes. And when I say special, they're special to my heart because they have some kind of physical limitation. And why that is so special to me is because I have a physical limitation. And a lot of people don't know that I do have a visual impairment. And to me, that has been the most life-changing, exciting, but uh, it's something that I've been embracing over the last 40 years. Something that I've been embarrassed about because people had made fun of me. To this day, some people still poke fun at me and I kind of brush it off. And it's just something that I really want to work on. So a little bit about my visual impairment. I have something called posterior staphyloma. And what that is, is my right eye is really long and stretched out. So it kind of looks like a really long football, but it's super thin. It has caused extreme nearsightedness and stretched my macula and my retina, so those are part of the eyeball in the back, and damaged my optic nerve. So, of course, this has caused me to be partially, almost nearly blind in my right eye. The question is, do you see out of it? Well, that's a good question. I don't. I don't really see out of that eye very well, and I always express to people what my vision looks like out of it. And the best way to express that is if you took a piece of wax paper and put it over your face, that's what looking out of my right eye looks like. You can see blobs of color. You can see sort of shapes but nothing is clear. It is absolutely nothing is in focus. It is just super, super blurry is the best way to express it. So some of the other questions I get is, you know, how do you see? Well, I actually have two eyes like everybody else. So my left eye is my supersonic eye and it works super well, but that eye is also not the best vision ever. And I do have to wear contacts and glasses. So I've been fortunate enough to find the most amazing doctors and you know, eye doctors who have helped me find great contacts because since I am an active person, I don't like wearing glasses, especially when you're biking. Um, I shouldn't say glasses because I wear sunglasses. I don't like to wear optical glasses when I'm biking because I like to have full vision. So I do wear a contacts, they're daily contacts, so I'm able to put in a new contact every day and throw them away. Yes, they're very expensive, and that's something that the price I pay. I'm okay with spending lots of money on amazing contacts that I can throw away every day. I can put in a new contact every morning, and it is brand new, it's fresh, it has no... Um, bacteria or damage on them and I just put it in and at the end of the day I throw it away and every day I open up a new one. So I used to wear contacts back in the day, some were hard contacts um, that I wore for a year. Um, I had monthly contacts, quarterly contacts and just was awful. 
and it's just when you have to clean your contacts and sterilize them and use all these solutions and all these products and chemicals to clean the you know the yucky stuff off your contacts it's like pollen on your contacts it's just oh it's not fun and then you try to put that contact in your eye the next day and and if it didn't cook long enough and then you're putting it in an eye, you're burning and it's just awful. It's awful, awful. And then now your good eye is burning, your bad eye can't see, and now you're a hot mess and you have to go to work. And so I have been blessed to find Daily Contacts. They work amazing for me. Um, and not everybody has this opportunity to find contacts that work well for them, but it's whatever works best for their um, situation. So people ask me, what does it feel like uh, to be partially blind? You know what, I don't know any different. This is something that I've been dealing with since I've been three years old. Um, I shouldn't say three years old, that I remember at three years old. Um, I remember my parents taking me into a hospital and I just remember laying in this bed and it's a, a Catholic hospital and I remember it like this cross across the room and these nuns coming in to visit me and stuff like that. And they patched my eye. And that was a big thing when you were little because they wanted to strengthen the, the poor eye. Um, it's like exercising your eye. So they would patch the good eye to make the bad eye work. Oh boy, all I remember is being so nauseous and sick because I couldn't see. So if you can't see and they're trying to you know, force you to use that eye and everything is blurry and you're trying to look at the TV and it just looks like a train headlight and nothing is just in focus. It just gave me migraines. It upset my stomach and it was just awful. And I just remember sitting there and just feeling just nauseous as a little kid. And, you know, patching didn't work for me. Um, I do know that patching works for a lot of little kids nowadays which is awesome the technology is so different something that for me that couldn't change there's no surgery for it it was just unfortunately this is the way I was born my eye when I was in my mom's womb wasn't done baking and <laughs> I have dealt with the cards I got so since I do have my good eye and my bad eye um, I just compromise with that and I just have my sonic eye and it sees well it doesn't hurt it's not painful the only time I ever have pain you know sometimes when I have you know migraines or anything like that I, I do have some visual you know sensitivity you know I don't stick anything in my eye um, I did try to put a contact in there once a long time ago a doctor gave me a contact to try um, that was a unique experience. Um, I think the prescription was like in the high 20s, which is like insanely high. And I put the contact in, which took me forever, because if anybody knows what it's like trying to put contact in as a newbie, you know, you try to put a piece of plastic in your eye and try to enjoy the process. So I tried to put the contact in there. And all of a sudden, my brain was trying to register all these new colors and shapes and forms and and within minutes nauseous migraine um i remember i was an adult so i was trying to drive home and the doctor was fairly close to home i think i got about a mile <laughs> i have to pull over because my good eye was 
it kept on panning and just bouncing and it was just bouncing back and forth because it didn't know what to do because it was trying to counteract what my bad eye was doing because it was bringing in data it was like circuit overload and i remember i pulled over into this parking lot and i ripped out the contact and nearly threw up and it was probably a mile so the good side of this is knowing that ever in the future if i need to wear a contact in the eye there is hope for me to see a little bit clearer than what i do now if there is ever trauma to my good eye this something knock on wood that i never have to deal with um i take care of my good eye you know by you know going to the eye doctor frequently you know using my eye drops making sure it's nice and lubricated you know not sticking my finger in my eye or anything of that nature wearing appropriate makeup and just taking care of my eyeballs another question that i always get is what do you do differently because you have a visual impairment for me i don't notice anything differently you know i get up i do my hygiene i go to work i play sports i drive i do everything else as a normal citizen of society but you would never know um i have very pretty crystal blue eyes and uh, people don't even know that I have a visual impairment. Sometimes people will notice if they get really close to my face or they show something to me, my bad eye, which is my right eye, will track in, which means that it goes towards my nose and my left eye will stay forward. So I have one eye that goes towards my nose and the other eye is straight and they'll be like, whoa, what's wrong with your eyes? So that's usually my first sign that people will notice that something is wrong with my vision because my right eye just doesn't know how to comprehend anything and it's just kind of like doing its own thing. So it's a little bit of a crazy eye. So that's one thing that people notice that's different. I don't really do anything differently. I don't know anything differently. Is there days that I wish I could see 100% clear? Hell yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I wish I had better night vision. I don't like driving at night. I have been blessed. My husband drives a lot for me at night. So I, I don't like the night driving just because of the headlights. They're very um, starbursty and it causes a little discomfort. So when I have to do a lot of night driving, I will wear my glasses just to, you know, cut down the starburst. So I'm going to take a quick pause and thank my digital sponsor. It was always fun playing sports. I had a doctor once say that I would never drive, I would never play sports because, you know, my visual impairment, you know, they made me sound like I was, you know, a disabled citizen of society. I, I don't think anybody's ever disabled. They're just abled in their own different way. Um, they're just like, well, she can't play softball because she can't track the ball. Well, I do have another eye, believe it or not, and actually was really good at softball and landed up playing volleyball in college and doing the most amazing things with volleyball. And it was just different when I played volleyball because um, obviously there's six people on a court and the setter was always behind me. So, <laughs> of course, the setter was behind me on the right hand side, so I couldn't really see her. So I always had to, like, turn my whole body around to see her. So that was kind of an interesting thing for me is that I always had to adapt and take different steps into seeing things when I played sports. 
different ways of handling a situation than other people. So that was just kind of cool, you know, playing volleyball and knowing that I did some amazing things with my athletic career, knowing that I had a visual impairment and knowing people uh, they did not know. So that's what's kind of cool, you know, being 42 years old and finally coming out and saying, hey, you know, this is a part of my life that no one knew and I'm kind of telling the world now. It's It's been interesting. Just people ask me, how do I adapt in everyday life? Like I said, it's just not different for me. I guess my biggest concern is when I do have like a surgery. I had a recent surgery on a shoulder. I My biggest concern is, hey, when you have surgery, they do tape your eyelids shut because you're wearing an oxygen mask. I noticed the last couple surgeries that when you have the surgery, they don't really tape your eyelids down 100%. So when the oxygen mask is on, the, the oxygen will kind of sneak out the mask and it like flows up your face. I had corneal abrasions and corneal abrasions is a fancy word of saying like scratches on your eyeball from the air because it was air constantly blowing over your eye. And when your eye is not completely closed, of course, it's going to scratch it and make it dry. So during my shoulder surgery, I woke up and my eye hurt more than my shoulder. And I was telling the doctor, I was like, hey, there's something wrong with my eye. And they're just like, no, it's fine. Here's some drops. And you just know instantly when your good eye you can't see. So when I put my glasses on, I couldn't even open my eye. Now I'm dealing with my poor eye and trying to see. And my husband, he was such a gem trying to like help me. And I'm crying because it just hurts so much. And, you know, when you would cry, it would just make your eye tear and make it feel a bit better. And I remember he was driving me home and I called the eye doctor because it was like midday. And I was like, hey, I got a problem. We went right from surgery, right to the eye doctor, and he looked at it and he's like, yeah, this is a gnarly corneal abrasion, and, you know, just, it's a lot of, like, you know, thick uh, drops or a lubricant to put in your eye, and it's like three days of nonstop, like, pain, and, you know, when I just had my shoulder, like, I had a um, torn rotator cuff, I had that repaired, and my eye hurt more than my rotator cuff because, you know, when you're used to seeing to not be able to see, it is quite a whirlwind of a change. So you just kind of not panic, but learn to adapt and, you know, put the drops in and just pray that everything's okay. You know, that's that time of your life when you're just like, what happens if this never changes back? You know, what do I do? And, you know, just always trying to stay positive and that's why I'm always like trying to make sure that I do take care of my vision. Uh, a lot of people will ask me, wow, you really do have crazy sunglasses. I'm not going to lie. I am an Oakley hoarder. I love Oakley sunglasses. Um, I probably have 10, 15 pairs somewhere around this house. <laughs> the ones that I don't like wearing anymore, my husband inherits. I am a big fan of Oakley um, just because I love um, what they represent. I love how they take care of my eyes, how they wrap around my eyes. 
Um, I do have gnarly like cycling blades that I wear just because how they cover my face and how it doesn't allow air to flow up into my eye. You will not believe how many times when you're biking and you're going like 19, 20, 21 miles an hour, whatever, and there's dust that blows up in your eye. I got a bug in my eye the one time during a, a cycling event and it's awful. Just, you know, you have barely any supplies on you. You're 80 miles away from home and now you have a bug in your eye and you're trying to like use the little drops that you have and take contacts out, put a new one in. And it's just like, you know, that's why it's super important to have really good sunglasses. I will invest hundreds of dollars on sunglasses with polarized and prism and to make sure that my vision is 100% on point. Because like anytime that you put a, a glass over your eye, no matter if it's fake or, you know, any kind of cheesy sunglasses to really good sunglasses, it will distort your vision somehow. So it's why it's super important to find the best type of glasses that work for your type of vision. I do, I, I love my Oakleys and I have many different pairs. I'm a big person on polarized and prisms and making sure my vision is 100% on point. What's kind of interesting also about my vision is that I see about 75 to 80% clear. So when a normal person sees 100% clear, I'm seeing about 75 to 80%. Um, just because my eye has, you know, you have two eyes, it's 50-50%, and my one eye is seeing for the other eye as best as it can. So my 80% is my 100%, so um, I'm pretty pumped when I did find contact lenses that I can wear, and I can see road signs, you know, 40 yards, 30 yards ahead of me when before I couldn't see them until they were right on top of me, so that's kind of interesting. It's just a world that I learned to adapt. And being an adaptive athlete is something that always has been second nature to me. And I have lived the life. I am the life. I am a spokesperson for visual impairments. Um, I have many friends online who have impairments, no matter if the impairment is you know, a, a limb lost or visual impairments or mental health issues, Parkinson's, MS, you know, we are a community that sticks together. We're here to support each other. We're no different than anybody else. We just adapt to our community. We adapt to society and we're still badass athletes and we do our thing. We still cycle. As for myself, I'm a cyclist. I still do my thing. I get on my bike. I push miles, I go hiking, I love being outside. I still do everyday adventures. And that's what's super important about getting out and telling my story is that there is no difference between me and you other than I'm six foot three, crazy curly hair, and I have a visual impairment. You know, that's a little bit different. I, I'm me. I'm proud of me. I'm proud of all the amazing accomplishments I've done. And I want to be that support for the person that needs it. And that's what's super important about my coaching. I am the adaptive lifestyle coach. I help people adapt into their lifestyle. I'm really big on fitness. I help people identify fitness, get started in their fitness. I do work with uh, clients identifying what's their best type of fitness for their, you know, abilities. And I do personal training. Um, I, I do online training. I've done Zoom calls with individuals who have some um, ability issues. And you know what? 
it, it's fun. It's fun just hanging out with people and just learning about each other. And I'm here. I'm here as a support. I'm here to teach. I'm here to encourage. We're a community and we're here to support. All right, guys. So that's kind of my story in a nutshell. It's been uh, it's been interesting. Like I said, it's been over 40 years for me to finally talk about this issue. I know a coach of mine said, what is one topic that you could sit in a room and talk about forever about? And I was like, hmm, well, I do love cars and I can always talk about cars. And and I was like, wow, you know, I definitely have this visual impairment and this is something I talk about forever as I did. And it's 22 minutes of me just rambling on about eyeballs and contacts and sports and you know, all those cool things. And it's because I live the life. I'm not a person who sits there and studies, you know, how to be an adaptive athlete, because I am the adaptive athlete. I adapted into my community. I adapted into how to be a cyclist with one eye, you know, how to be a more aware of my surroundings when I'm on a bike, and, you know, how to be a better hiker and, you know, just be a better person and be more grateful for what I have. All right, guys. So that is the end of this podcast. And uh, I hope you guys have an amazing day. If you have any questions, please email me at coachjennylifecoaching at gmail.com. Also check out my Instagram page. It is coach.jenny.life.coaching. I know that's a lot. So check me out there. I'm also on Facebook at Life Coaching for Wellness. You can find me on Facebook at Life Coaching for Wellness, LLC. All right, everybody. I hope you have an amazing day. And always remember, life is an adventure.